1: Julia on this Thursday May 7th, 2020 Just saying the date for you Just in case you want to check in Thank You're you welcome And uh, that means we're only a few days away From Lori and Julia's 2020 Susan G. Komen Virtual Race for the Cure You can still join Team LoJ And uh, if you join You will receive a special Team LoJ Love is a Log tote bag And if you want to join that on this Mother's Day Learn more at mytalk1071.com Keyword race
2: All right. thank you yeah, we're we're wondering we're, we're what we're what, doing. Well, because here's what I think we're all doing. Everyone is in the race, okay? Because okay. we're gonna have a Zoom after you know post race to make sure everyone's feet are not suffering from blisters after the yeah, the yeah, walk. Yeah. So I think what everyone's responsibility is because people have been just do like just, a
3: post wherever you're walking, like take you know yeah, do a thing, do
2: a tag, and um, because maybe maybe you'll come to me and walk on my trails on Sunday morning. Yeah, I could. Yeah, because you've never done that. You know, because I always come to you and then we right. go to the Mall of America or South Taylor or whatever. Right. And come to me and we'll go on a 3.2 mile walk or whatever it is we're right. supposed to do. I think, and we'll I think go on is. a walk and we'll, we'll wear our pink and, you know, dress like we would for the thing and just take a couple of pictures.
3: Have a fake number.
2: You know what? Let's do it. <laughs> on the back of our T-shirts. Let's, Lori, let's do it. Yeah, all right. So our we pink. might, all right. and we'll all wear
3: last year's shirt because yeah. I didn't walk last year. I came I know to see you guys didn't. off.
2: You had, I
3: had my arm in my sling. I had my surgery when I thought I was I was delusional and I thought I would just need one day off.
2: Don't you? No, Lori. That was oh boy. <laughs> no,
3: you were so mad. at I was me. so
2: mad at her. But mm. you
3: know, you get mad at about a lot of things. That I, one, I was really <laughs>
2: mad. No, because then you had another one after that, like this winter, where you made an appointment. Oh, your colonoscopy. Julia. For our, We are in the office. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> I forgot at, about that. we are here by one, but we've already done work and everything. But when we're here, we're working hard at one. Oh, okay? Julia. For, she made her appointment for 1230. <laughs> uh-huh. On a Friday. Mm -hmm. I just think I'll be back. I'll be fine. I might be a little late. But Mm. but I'll be, I could just do it. I I had forgotten it had been. uh, No, the the, reason why it was that date is because you didn't want to do it the date. It was originally scheduled because you were going on vacation the next day. Yes, Hawaii. Right. And didn't want to have to feel sick. So
3: no, I didn't. I I would have then ended up taking. I would have been gone for like eleven days straight or whatever because I wouldn't have been able to work on the fourteenth, and I was going to see First. A, I was going to
2: see the suburbs at First. Avenue. That was it. She that's wanted to it. go see the fu- suburbs that night. That yeah, was it. That's yeah. the true reason. It had that nothing is, to do with work. You liar. And it had nothing to do with no, the vacation. I wanted to go to see that the suburbs,
3: it. and I just thought that's a terrible day for colonoscopy. The fourteenth of and February. And then she
2: changes it to a day when we're working, <laughs> and says, "Oh no, Biggie, I'll be there." And then like. Casey calls me at like twelve thirty one. Lori's not going to make it. I'm like, really, Duh. <laughs> <laughs> so, but right. when f- the future and scheduling things, I wonder how that's going to go. If well, well, even things are you know, back,
3: things are you know we're going to be
2: able to start scheduling things like, yeah, dentist, mm-hmm. doctor. Yeah, I got a know? dentist
3: appointment on the books. You do for July. I, yeah, see, that's what it's going to be.
2: Yeah, I know my teeth are really
3: scummy. Got yeah. the get the get the um. Do you have an electric I, I toothbrush? I have an electric toothbrush. Yeah, I'm
2: working on it. But boy, okay. Now yes,
3: let's talk about a little Hollywood stuff here right that, now.
2: Okay. So I like were... giving you crap though because
3: yeah, I know, I know. <laughs>
2: well, I'm gonna take a picture of your hair today too. Oh,
3: please don't. <laughs> there were two things that we thought we knew about Angelina and Brad: that they're divorced, one that they'd hate each other forever, and two that it. Could be several more years before they're actually financially divorced. Yeah.
2: So are those two things... Not that they, yeah, that they'd hate each other a long time. They
3: got a bifurcation. They've settled, which means that they can say they're single. But they're still married. They're still married. They've <laughs> settled I the custody. i like feel a lot of couples
2: want Yeah, this. they've
3: settled the custody, but they have not settled the property or the money. Okay. These are rich people, divorce yeah, problems. No because We've got they too both many properties. Enough. We've yeah, got a many.
2: vineyard. We've got a castle.
3: So, um, according to a source who spoke now to us weekly, mm-hmm. Here's what the the quote is. Things between Brad and Angelina are better than they have been. They're more cordial. They're aiming toward resolutions that work for each of them. And one of the alleged reasons why Angelina and Brad are getting along is because she is impressed that he has remained sober. sober. Very cool. Something that she begged him to do mm-hmm. while they were together,
2: mm-hmm. and he begged her to stop taking the kids to seventeen continents and at dragging one time. him along. Yeah. Anyway, she's
3: impressed with the work he's done on himself, and I guess that's cool. They've worked it out their their own visitation schedule, and the deal two years ago was that they were going to split the custody almost down the middle, with Brad really getting less than fifty percent, mm-hmm. being more like a 70 70-30. Now they've worked out a thing where Brad is getting the four younger kids basically every few days. And they live like within two miles of each I other. I
2: think that's awesome. But I also think more than anything, this is what's right for your children. Yeah. And Tressler always says that. Yep. You do what's right for your children and put your differences aside. Because right. Because your kids are the ones that will feel the wrath if you guys don't figure out how to be cordial. Yeah. You know, I'm glad. Well that's that's very I wonder what team this is coming from. I bet they released it together.
3: They were both okay yeah, with them. I think so. Saying they
2: need their names out there. All right. I I think that's okay. Yeah. Because what else is gonna happen? Now can we just I have I know that this this is a terrible story to bring up right now, Valorie. but you t- told it to me yesterday. What? About the woman. Oh, the alligator. Okay, oh, Lori. Dear. Oh, Holly, Lori looks up at me during the break. I think it was right before the dirt yesterday and he goes, Oh my gosh, Julia, you won't believe to this what okay. happened to this lady.
3: Okay, so there are these islands off of the
2: coast of Georgia. Yep, South Carolina. Right there, South Carolina. Yeah.
3: And uh, I've always wanted to vacation at, uh, I think, I can't remember what the one island is. You got to fly to Atlanta and then drive like 60 miles. But anyway, there's all these kind of cool old hotels, and there's probably a lot of rich people that have homes. And a woman who was a nail manicurist was going to one of her clients' houses, yes. which is probably totally...
2: Hiwa Island.
3: Yeah, probably you're not supposed to be doing that. Right. You know, right? It's, I'm thinking. I'm thinking, right. But maybe this lady is like, hey, you know, whatever. We're going to wear
2: masks. We're going to be safe. Whatever. And I'm going to
3: tip you this. And right, the lady's right. like, screw it. I'm coming to your house. So she goes to the woman's house, does the nails. Okay. And... She was acting strange, apparently. Well, she'd been, she'd had a glass of wine after the nails were done. We don't know, maybe she'd been drinking before. Who knows? The manicurist. The manicurist. The Mm -hmm. manicurist sees, oh, hey, Louise, you've got an alligator coming out of your pond, which is Mm -hmm. down on your huge front lawn. Right. And she wants to take pictures. Yes. And the husband said, well, he did just pull a small deer, so he shouldn't be hungry, but I wouldn't get too close. I want to get close enough to maybe pet it and take a picture. No, I'm going to read you.
2: She said, I don't look like a deer. Mm -mm. So she tried to touch the animal. Mm -mm. No, the the alligator was four feet away. And she was just kind of four feet away. And the
3: the alligators can lunge. Yes, they can. And it lunged and got her by the leg, dragged her into the pond, was chomping on her leg. And she calmly looked at the couple and said, I don't think. I guess I won't
2: do this this again. (laughs) I guess I won't do this again. And the alligator brought her down. Drowned her. No, but let me just fill in a couple. Drowned her. But oh. the couple, the husband heard his Good wife word. screaming and yelling, help, help. And the, the they, he, when the neighbor went and got a rope, they threw it to this woman, Cynthia. You can't, have you ever seen an alligator wrestling show when they wrestle? Yes, that? Do you know how, I went to alligator land in, in gator yeah. land way back in 1972 on a car trip. you pull somebody <laughs> out of an no. alligator's jaws with a rope. Can you just see her in a, she, they said in a very calm wo- voice, I guess I won't do this again. Chop! No. Yeah. No. Oh.
3: Now I wonder, like, what kind of trouble? Like, if this family is going to get sued
2: for, for having in home having someone come to their home to have a nail appointment.
3: Uh, to me, it's a civil action waiting to happen, and a
2: sad, dumb
3: story <laughs> in this time.
2: I don't look like a deer, right? Mm. I know it. I know this is very, yeah. Just those alligators. Mm -mm.
3: All right. Well, we don't have to worry about alligators right this second, Judy, because we have to talk about how beautiful Joaquin Phoenix looks on the cover of British Vogue, the June issue.
0: Looking
3: like a snack. I just envision him and Rooney just having just such a happy life together, making their vegan meals and walking and fighting vegan causes. Yes. watching old movies.
2: He's... He's delicious. Okay. Well, mm. he talks. You guys both agree he's oh, delicious. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Walk the line. He was everything. Yeah. Here,
3: who's laughing now is with the story's headline, How Joaquin Phoenix Ambushed Hollywood. And here is the story that I guess I did not really know. Okay. So he uh, says, yes, he checked himself into rehab after Walk the Line. Just after he uh, shot that movie, he'd been drinking heavily and going to clubs he he thought of himself. He says now as a hedonist, he was an actor in LA. He wanted to have a good time. He said I was being an idiot, running around drinking, trying to screw people, trying to go to stupid clubs. It was about this time he also flipped his car on a winding LA side mm-hmm. road, and that's
2: how we got his attention when we were waiting. A week later, mm-hmm. and he invited us to go to leave, his party with us to leave with him in his limo, Holly, and we didn't. Why? Because we wanted the gift bag, we wanted the gift bag, but also he <laughs> so was go- He was leaving the party right as we were going, going in. in, and and I I said, "Oh my gosh, Joaquin, we read about your accident. And I'm so glad you're okay." Mm-hmm. And he was he was touched.
3: Y- yes, and he looked at us and what, he what said, What you "Ladies, doing or what whatever." Are you doing? And we we're like, "We're going in here," and he goes, goes, "Oh, you should go with me. I've got my I'm waiting for my car." And I'm going to a party, and mm-hmm. I was just like, I remembered the car we, accident, and I thought, I don't trust him.
2: Well, and that we, was my thing. Oh, worry, I do We also remembered it would be ridiculous to leave with him. A, we're both married, right? B, B, I had was it, nervous about I that. I wasn't car even accident. worried about the car oh, I, was, I was worried about us. Oh yeah, and then, I mean, but there was a pregnant pause, pause where we were both like,
3: "Should
1: we?"
2: Is
3: he
1: like time splitting into yeah. two? Yes, exactly. Like, <laughs>
3: But anyway, so he tells British GQ about this car accident. I didn't know this part of it. He said, I'm bloodied, I'm bruised, I'm disoriented. I, I was about to light a cigarette. He's ah! in the car. When he gets it's a knock on the window and a German voice says, just relax. And then he said, oh, no, you're not. to,
0: to light cigarette, that cigarette right?
3: because the car was leaking gas. Yep. The good Samaritan, after Joaquin gets out of the car, was the director, Werner Herzog. And whoever that is, he does Holly knows,
1: yeah, he does all sorts
2: of stuff. Very prolific,
3: okay.
1: I kind I, of weird, A uh,
3: kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Okay, to you.
2: yeah, yeah, you would Whatever. not. Like, well, I'm just helping because no one else knows no. who he is either, so I'm he's, asking the question we're all asking, yeah. Okay. He, he's a famous director, <laughs> but
3: he's a like you know, the kind of movies that we don't have, we don't go see, right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: The really, really good ones, that- and and mm-hmm. so he basically, it Said was like a couple life.
3: weeks after that that he checked himself into rehab because he had still the SAG Awards to go to.
2: Yes, he did. And he won.
3: Yes, he did. And he, he hasn't quit. He still drinks when he flies, he told GQ. Right. okay. Because he hates flying, but he has stopped smoking weed. And Good he, for him. Yeah. And he thinks... uh He's a theory about acting and the, the theory is this everything they teach you as a kid is wrong it's completely bleeping wrong because if you remember he was a child actor yes he was so that's his hot take but anyway it's kind of a good interview. I like how
2: happy he is same
3: yeah uh, I, like I like envisioning that. Yep. him and Rooney just you know drifting around their house they just nuzzling seem so happy and, yeah I, know, I love it all right we'll be right back with the dirt alert
0: this is a my talk dirt alert.
2: All right, we've got, guess who? Holly! Hello! Hello.
1: Holly, the woman that's working Nine jobs, How are you on? I am very well today. All Thank right. you. Now, we talked about this story in the top of the four o'clock hour during the Dirt Alert update. But in case you missed it, sources say that Meghan Markle and Prince Harry have moved into Tyler Perry's 18 million
0: dollar. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, Stephen Diener, hosted the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there
1: Los Angeles mansion, yeah. and that Oprah was the broker of the deal. Mm. Gosh, wouldn't you love to have her on your team? I you remember mean, when I yeah. had the
3: theory that they were, you know, spent some time... With Oprah? In Maui or yes. Mojito. Yes, yes. Well, we also, didn't know.
1: To, to further your theory, yeah. Lori, to uh, bring a little bit more evidence to that theory, is that when Harry and Meghan were living in Canada on Vancouver Island, just a ferry ride away was Oprah's Orca Island, Washington State oh. mansion. I didn't know that I didn't e- that. I didn't wow. know. Of course, she has course a house does, on every yeah. planet, right. on every continent. The woman at that estate, Oprah, has a laser-cut custom bathtub that is contoured to fit her body and her body only. Wow. Now that is... Fancy. That's decades. That's <laughs> yeah. fancy. That's money. That really is. Uh, yes. Now, uh, Megan and Harry are just staying at Tyler Perry's Beverly Hills house. And word on the street is, is that they're maybe looking to buy their own property, maybe in the 10 to $20 million range. Okay, so they have been so fortunate they haven't had to pay
2: rent for one second. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, really, when you... Why, you know... Think about
1: it. The house is just sitting there. Yeah, you crash on your friend's couch maybe every once in a while right? like you have found yourself in that position in your life. Yeah. That's what they're
2: doing. Yeah, nice. I, I would have a hard time with that, though, not being able to decorate it and make it my own, and not being afraid. Me, not I, you me. you. Wouldn't. Honey. I would. Oh come but on. But I'd be afraid of breaking something. Oh, or, I wouldn't worry about that I at all. I love you. This yeah. is the yeah. difference between us. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about oh, that I at totally all. I totally would. No, it's probably decorated beautifully. Well, of course, but I, I, I don't know. It would feel weird for long term. These oh, are long. Will you let go and just be a multi-million dollar couch surfer? Would you? All right. I've Really could do it if
1: there were these houses mm-hmm. on land. No. Technically it's in Beverly Ridge Estate, right off of yes. Coldwater Canyon. Okay. Oh. So a very lovely place that we don't have access to <laughs> is what that says. Yeah. Yeah. That's like it's gated, double gated, yes. probably
3: mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah. We'll never see it. Mm-hmm. We'll
1: never see it. Uh, Lori, you wanted me to bring this up, a story that you guys also have talked about uh, this afternoon. Kristen Cavallari claiming that her soon-to-be ex-husband, Jay Cutler, is lazy, and that's one of the reasons she wants to divorce him. The internet is not here for that. No, they aren't. This is my favorite.
3: Kristen, only Bears fans are allowed to call Jay Cutler lazy and unmotivated. That's our thing. We are not right. And And then other people are like, oh, Jay Cutler made $125 million million playing football, and he's lazy. (laughs) At 35. Oh, my gosh. Uh.
1: Yeah, and that you're lazy because you want to spend time with your three kids that is called being a dad. Who is, let's talk, where is the truth in all this? He
2: screwed her, her best good friend, girlfriend,
3: um, who was like her assistant. That's what happened. That's what happened. Well, here's, And he got, um, you know, and she's like, you know, she's very, like, she's got the show. She's got this. She's trying to be like a goop kind of a thing. Anyway, but the bottom line is she, he screwed
2: Okay, but here's 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 another because um, the sports world is loving this. So another one was they said I remember Jay Cutler came back and played one year with the Dolphins because his wife pushed him to take the ten million dollar deal after he was let go from Chicago. Okay.
3: Uh-huh.
1: And then he got crushed, suffered a concussion, and yet he's lazy, lol. I mean, people are... (laughs) I mean, well, and Jay Cutler was supposed to start a broadcasting career uh, post-football, and apparently he just kind of let that slide, and Kristen was not happy about it, according to reports.
2: So, you you know, know, well, okay, because... And then the other side of it, Lori and I were talking, like, if your partner was lazy, and even though they made money, but they're sitting around now for three years in a row not doing anything... Listen, if, if he if you're was rich handy, enough to be retired at age 35, why does she care so much? She cared because motivated. he screwed her friends, right? There That's what go. it all That's comes all it down to. Yeah, but none of, sports, to be- none of the sports, none of the sports, the people on his side are saying this. No, I mean they're just like I, I mean, this difference between men and women.
3: Yeah, no, I know.
1: Mm-hmm. We'll move on to Jane Krakowski. She's dishing a little fun fact and sharing I love it with her. Yeah, she's wonderful, and she recently learned a little uh, trivia nugget about her own self. She learned that she had tough competition back when she landed a role on a soap opera called Search for Tomorrow. Oh,
2: I remember it. You remember it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, back in
1: 1984, apparently Jane Krakowski also auditioned for her role. With Jennifer Aniston and Jane got it and Jane got it and then here's a little fun trivia Jane Krakowski auditioned for the role of Rachel Green on the show Friends okay that's fun and then Jennifer Aniston uh-huh. got that role yeah cuz they're about the mm-hmm. same age yeah And Jane Krakowski is in the
2: unbelievable Kimmy Schmidt which comes back next Tuesday for their next over. season
3: oh I thought it was all over I think their
2: it's last all, se- it's, all done. it's all done is it are you sure The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Yeah. 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 All right, I just read that today. No. Maybe, no. Let's
3: see.
1: Why? I'm going to look it up. You because, look it up. But right, I feel like they had their finale
3: won. and all of that. All
1: right. There's an interactive episode that's going to be happening of the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. So there is something that's happening. Julia, right. That's going to be on May 12th.
2: How did you look that
1: up so fast? The World Wide Web has lots of treasures. But you're faster than me. <laughs> I didn't begin- all right. Well, here's a little fun fact. If you want to do Marilyn Monroe's skincare routine, it has been found on a document dating back to 1959 if you want to wash your face the way that marilyn monroe did you can still do that if you want to buy a 38 bottle of erno Lazo, i can't even say what it is it's a cleansing bar oh. it's still available today her whole skincare routine you're kidding it's been documented and found by the makeup museum so we'll put that up on our website. Oh, do it. I love I
2: that. Love it. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. And she was 36 when she died, so just put that into context. <laughs> <laughs> you well, don't have to do a lot. No. Hi, everybody. Um, we've got Paul Folger from KSC Hammond. What is our thing? KSTP. Thank you. I thought it was but Channel then I five. got nervous all of a sudden, Paul. You
0: have it perfectly. KSTP Hi. on the building. Yes. Channel 5. Us. Channel 5. Hey, listen guys. Um, you know, we've got this uh the COVID-19 update. Just yes. want to sh- Fill so you in on some things that the governor's been talking about, and some numbers and things like that. You know, the the governor. One of the things that he's talked about through all of this is us just getting supplies. You know, to yeah. try to get our testing ramped up. Uh, just this week, we saw nearly five thousand in one day, which was really great. And as we see those numbers, though, you are going to see the number of cases go up. They talked about that today in their briefing. That when we do more testing, of course, we're going to catch more new cases. So today, 786 brand new cases of COVID-19 reported in this. Those are big numbers that we're seeing. So we're still on that curve going up. Even though we're doing a good job of flattening the curve, we still have to make it to the top and get over. You know, It's just as we uh, continue to make these tests and do these tests, we're just kind of pushing it out. And this is so it doesn't overwhelm the system. So it's what we've done all along. But now we're really starting to see those numbers because the reporting continues to move up. This Which is, is
3: why the governor shut everything for yeah. another two weeks. So right. they they knew yeah. the swell was
0: coming. Swell was coming. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, for so many of us, we feel like that, OK, we've been in at home at the stay at home order for mm-hmm. so long. It's time to go. It's time to go that's why I think things are opening slowly and it's taking a while. Mm-hmm. Dental offices are going to reopen on Monday. Some of our elective surgeries and things like that. So I, I want to tell you about some of the things. If you have a dental appointment on Monday, it is going to look a little different in there. You probably, if you're going in for cleanings and things like that, you may not see as many people in the waiting room. If you see anyone else in there at all, a lot of mm-hmm. these doctor's offices are tar- starting to really spread this out. They're going to have the staff, the person that usually the hygienist, is going to have gown, a gown on, probably going to have a face mask, their entire head covered. So it's going to look a little bit different right. when right. you go in there. And it's going to be different, especially if you have, you know, if well, you've nobody got... Nobody ch- wants
3: to get sick. Nobody no? wants
0: to get sick. And mm-hmm. if you got children going in there, you're probably going to have to explain to them, if you've got really little kids, what's going to happen and how it's going to look different. Mm-hmm. Because they don't, you know, you don't want to go in there and, and frighten the children. Uh, but this is just the reality of of what we've got to deal with at le-
2: yeah ways, you know people i think are going to be okay it's just what it has to be
0: it's what it has to be for a while until yep. we come up with the vaccines and get everything in place and i think we're all sort of kind of getting used to those things so it's i make sure that i have my mask with me when i get in the car just to make sure where i'm going and right. you know i uh where what am i when am i going to need it where am I going to go? And and also just trying to stay home more. I think you, that still is in the back of your mind. Do I do I really have to go do this? Yeah, right. I ask myself that all the time. Do I really have to go do this one thing? So I know I talked about summer. I know I talked about the things that are open. But I'm going to talk about one more thing okay. that is not going to happen. And it's Minnesota's largest professional rodeo. It's no go this summer.
2: Okay, Lori and I just looked at each other with the biggest... We're
0: all worried you're going to see something about Safe the fair. fair. No, no news. On, no news okay. on
3: the fair. Well, no the, the the rodeo fair. that was that would be coming up. Yeah, with the, Nippy. Well, was it in June? You know,
0: I think it's in July because July. I was okay. looking at the schedule. I, they've already posted. This is awesome. They've already posted that uh, that it's four hundred and seventy. Four days away, or four hundred and seventy-two. They've already got when it's coming back. Okay.
3: So Next this
0: year. this year would have been the fortieth anniversary of the of the Hamill Rodeo there in Quartz. Oh, the Hamill Rodeo. Yes. Yeah, that's always that's always yes. July
3: like tenth and eleventh.
0: Yeah. 11th. yeah. So this is that's mm-hmm. the one, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the one, the 40th anniversary. I've been it? to
3: that one. That's there's a very good bar in Hamel. <laughs> 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 it has that's outdoor band. That's a fun one, See? and it's my birthday weekend.
0: See, you're gonna have to yeah. wait. You're gonna have to wait a yeah. year. So uh, I wrote it down. I did write it down. It's July 8th next year's when it starts. Yeah. Okay. 427 days away. Yeah. I just had to look in the right <laughs> section of my bifocal, and I found it. All it's right, right, <laughs> right there.
3: Now, Paul, this is we're not gonna do any COVID updates uh, with you next week maybe we're gonna do one uh like may 18th
0: That's, when that, the governor gives yeah. his
3: next update but there isn't yeah. that much to say anymore right other than what the number of tests are you know what i mean we're They're,
0: tracking it yeah we're tracking it every day right. and we're watching the governor's updates every day we're we're always on it always tracking the different stories and when the big things are happening. I'll be sure to come up and visit with you guys and and let you know. I hope
3: so. It
2: it was really thank you for helping us through this time.
0: Certainly. And
3: I'll tell you this, Paul. Mm There has been, this is from a Comcast study. There's been a 40% increase in the amount of TV that's being watched. Yeah. Um, every single day. TV news. And yeah, yeah,
0: and it's local TV. Local TV news. It's local TV news. So we appreciate everybody watching and and, and all of those things because the information is important and we really are trying to dig through every single day and find out new things and get new information to help us all but
2: well, right. we, we appreciate it it, and and it was know, nice to
3: get we, to know you yeah, too. We yeah, yeah, we know we'll have you back on again yeah. so thank you paul
0: okay Lori. okay julia right. thank ya. you Paul
3: folder news anchor for ksp channel five eyewitness news okay so this is i just thought i would get a couple things for i knew that we wouldn't be with paul for that whole time and this was an interesting study that Comcast did about what are, peop- what's going on in TV watching. Okay, okay. So because we millions of us have adopted new routines, yes. changed our habits, yes, and since so many people are spending all day at home, here's what's going on. Comcast analyzed TV watching data to view, to view what's changed. Okay, so we are now watching. 66 hours of TV a week. Versus what was it? We used to watch about 55 hours a week.
2: So we're up 11 hours. Okay.
3: okay. Uh, the amount of streaming and watching oh, stuff on the web yeah. has increased by 35%. Huh? And not only have we been watching more television, but people have been changing when they tune into the TV. A lot of people are staying up later.
2: Oh, I, seriously, okay. I don't even have... People, I don't even feel tired to like 1. 11 p.m. to 2 p.m.
3: are kind of peak um, watching TV, hours. It's pathetic, yeah. Okay. Um, also... It's slight decrease morning viewership
2: yeah because we stay anything. up later yep and the kids are home and you got to deal with that routine it's completely different and we're not com- maybe not commuting so it's about 10% 10% decrease
3: mm-hmm. in the morning okay and then um now because the days are blurring together as weekday viewing habits are becoming more like the weekend the most popular day used to be to watch TV was Saturday. Doesn't surprise you guys, right? Well, with mm-hmm. sports
2: and everything. Guess what coming. it is now? Mm-hmm. Monday.
3: Monday. It is. Monday is now the more popular because day. Because
2: they don't, because the news doesn't feel as fresh on the weekend. So you want to get the latest and the greatest on a Monday. Yeah. Um, and uh, people have. You,
3: You'd think maybe people would tune into watching more cheerful things to lift their spirits. On the contrary, the amount of drama shows that are being watched uh, has gone from 22% to 30%. Okay. So a little bit of that. And the last thing they looked at was that people are um, looking for something new. And it's a 50% increase in the amount of video on demand. Yeah. And also the voice command surprised me. Is being used. Okay, more. I've
2: never <laughs> even known. Because yeah. if you ask Surrey that, they would say, "I don't understand." Yeah. Surrey just is not helpful.
3: Or Alexis. Or Alexis, Alexis yeah, or whatever. No. But
2: oh that's Alexa. funny. Alexa. Alexa. There they all went. There
3: they all went. No, surprise me. You can say that in your voice command. I didn't know
2: that. Yeah. What have you ever tried it? I'm gonna try it tonight and I see what shows up for you guys. If you guys Well, have it is also based on the algorithm right. of so, what you've learned. Like I said, you try it and I'll try right. it. right, I'll see what it's And says. Holly, if you Holly, try you it, you try, try to just
3: say surprise,
2: surprise me. And see what happens. Because it'll be interesting the three of oh, Mm-hmm. What happens?
3: Okay. Uh now here's another little um coronavirus uh thing. This might make people grateful if you don't uh if you're not a coronial parent in this time. Oh lockdown life. Exhausted parents don't get a minute to relax oh. until
2: what time do you think? At night. Uh probably 30, 10. Mm-hmm.
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
0: is Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
0: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
3: 8.39 p.m. Yeah. is the time.
2: They We had it that it was 8.30, but I don't believe that because I still feel like there's more you have to do.
3: Well, a new survey has found that 2,000 people were part of this. Parents have essentially lost all there are in our time, yep. thanks to COVID nineteen, um, because the work is never done. Many parents are like the the number one thing is to have a family activity log. That's like a thing that's helping people. Okay, but because. Um, People are juggling work, working from home, making schoolwork. all the meals.
2: You can't go out and get served. You can't, oh. That's geez. right. So
3: 44% of people, of parents, are trying out meal planning. You do this, me, you know, sure. doing that. 29 have started pre planning what the kids are going to wear into the next week.
2: Why would you even care ha- what your kids wear? Who
3: knows? That uh, seems so weird to me. Who knows? Uh, three and four parents, so that 76% of parents, said they basically feel like a circus clown every day. Well, <laughs> juggling so many things. And the most stressed and busy that parents feel is before noon. Yeah. And uh, people are mostly worried about money, the house, and how clean or it is or not. Not being able to sleep and constantly cleaning up after their kids, eighty percent of parents say they can't unwind when their home is a mess and their house is always a mess because
2: it. That's remember remember when we had the lady on about cleaning the kitchen sink. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really hard yeah. to feel calm in clutter. How about that? No, until
1: nine o'clock no, but, at night. Well,
2: that's how I felt. Kind of it was.
1: Yeah. I've had, I have multiple girlfriends who are working full time, have small children under five, multiple small children under five. And they're like, yeah, maybe 10 o'clock.
3: Yeah.
2: But I I think the extra added is, is you have them with you all day. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because for me, you know, I felt that way when my kids were little, you didn't, you, you weren't done until nine or 10. Yeah. Period. Because. But you got
3: away from them. But I
2: got away from them. That's right. And I didn't have to be their teacher. Yeah, <laughs> And I didn't have the extra stress about worrying about can I pay a bill? Can I do this? Yeah, can yeah, I do yeah. that? And mm. then we had, we could watch crap on TV. You could watch a t- baseball game. I mean, I miss baseball. I miss the monotony of the... Be glad you're not a coronial parent. Oh, I'm so grateful and I'm so just thank you guys so are amazing. So maybe if you
3: know a coronial parent and you can like uh, maybe make them a
2: hot dish yes. or
3: bring that, bring some, like think of Think of some of your friends like that that you have that you How know you that can are, help them out. Yeah, that are really juggling that uh, full time parent and working life. Maybe you can do something for them and mm-hmm. order them something and food wise, right? Just to that take would that just off.
2: to not have to make a meal.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, listen, we'll be uh, back with the rest of the headlines. A little Halsey for you. Uh, also uh, posted on our show page, Christina Aguilera in her backyard covering a little Nina Simone. Getting all jazzy with us as as she can do. And then uh, I will say Kevin Bacon and Kira Cedric were pretty cute on Kimmel last night. Um, It seems like they're getting some people to, you know, some better, higher visible names to be on the show. Robert De Niro was on with Colbert Colbert. and, you know, Kira and Kevin, they're so darling together and they were just kind of cute. They're like, yeah, we've got Corona rules now. Stay in your slippers most of the day. Get out for a walk. Right. I mean, you know, just blah, blah, blah. But they were cute. Anyway, they did a kind of a cute little uh, dumb couple fight acting out on Kimmel. That was kind of cute. very cute. Did you watch Beverly Hills Housewife
2: last night? I did. Okay, so, so many questions, Laurie.
3: Okay, well, here's one observation made by John Mellencamp, who is the father of Teddy Mellencamp, and he watches the show, and he sends her texts while the shows are going on and then she does if it seems applicable and it does because last night's episode was kind of about her dumb retreat that just looked like a nightmare
2: oh it looks so dumb it was so dumb. a
3: boxing drill you got a yoga mat with your own name on it for meditating an hour and a half a lunch with crappy buffet food at some... Lori, I mean,
2: honestly, honestly. honestly, I have to admit...
3: And I bet it was a $400 seminar. And there were like maybe 40 people on the week before she said 400. 10, 400.
2: And I thought she had 10,000 new people following her. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was really hard.
3: It was lame. Yep. It looked lame. I was having third-hand embarrassment for mm. Teddy. And for this,
2: Kyle. Well, and because none of the girls
3: wanted to do any of this Mm-mm. stuff. I mean, they were just like they were in a... A limo at 5 a.m. to be there for the 9 a.m. start time. It just looked dumb. dumb. So here's what Teddy shares with us today, that her dad texted her last night. All you guys do is eat, exclamation, exclamation. The show should be called Women Eating Lunch and Bitching. <laughs> and then Teddy said it takes a lot of energy, Dad, to argue nonstop. He wasn't convinced. He said maybe you guys should start mud wrestling or something you know, and then argue.
2: That's kind of funny. Thanks dad. That's kind of funny. But when you think about it, okay, so they do, well, because there's a large group of them, they need to be gathered around something. They're either eating or drinking or like we saw being, there
3: was a lot of eating around, around because they were at a hotel. The housewives did not want to go to any of the retreat crap. Dorit shows up at like one in the afternoon very, very glamorous looking. And then they went on her Instagram and found out she'd been modeling at her house all morning. And um, anyway, there was much. Yes, Kaya was very upset about that. Very upset about that. So she battled her reach. She insulted uh, Denise Richards. And she told Lisa Rinna, pot stirrer of all time, which is why she's so thin, to bleep off. Yes, yeah, she did. Yeah. And
2: got up and left. Yeah, My and cried.
3: She's such a oh, yeah. crybaby.
2: Okay, so so Holly, the, the key thing about this part, the ending of it was Denise Richards and her new husband, Aaron, were having an outdoor barbecue party where they said it's wear grass-appropriate shoes. you got to tell these ladies that because uh-huh. they'll come dressed to the So Dorit, one of the housewives, comes in six-inch platform shoes. Um, she was dressed like Twiggy out of the 60s, head-to-toe poochie. Yeah. She dresses, though. I like her, style. her fashion. I love her fashion. But the ladies then are talking at the dinner table, and the, there's a kid's table, an adult table, and husbands and wives are all there. And the conversation, I don't even know how it started, but... Um, Three sons. Yeah, it was a... Oh. Garcelle brings up, you know, when she was a model, you know, I made out with girls. I've made out with girls. And, and then right after that, Erica Jane says, well, I made out with a couple. It... It was,
3: it was kind of desperate conversation it was so and it was desperate. very funny that Denise Richards clutched her pearls and said, my
2: kids are right over there. And, and they when want she, to say, your dad is Charlie Sheen. Well, oh. no, it isn't that, but oh. she really, did she should the- have had her kids there. Well, it was, uh, it was, because they're swearing.
3: It, it seemed like an, like it was, they don't have anything going on. They have nothing. They have nothing going on. That is one thing. they, they we, we used to, I expect more from Beverly Hills than a grass backyard pizza party. With a Sunday forced And forced threesome sex <laughs> talking. And I mean, thank God Kyle was there for the drama and called Denise Richards a ragamuffin she the did. way she dresses.
2: She did. She did. Isn't there, well... Nothing what, what's is that?
1: happening. Yeah, but what's the deal? Have they addressed that Denise Richards, Brandy Glanville? No, no, that That's going to happen. We can't wait they're for going Rome, to roam. They're going to roam. But we have but to sit through some
2: some horrible experiences on the way. All yeah, the pizza party. Yeah, right. and, and, and tonight and you, we've got the housewives in New York. Yes, we're going to see because we had the train wreck uh, fashion show of Sonia. Yeah. I wonder what's going to happen tonight. Maybe
3: you're going to get some inspiration and you can be uh, do some real housewives. i you tomorrow. I, and then Lisa feel. Rinna, how about her making the Lori Laughlin joke last night?
2: Okay, so here's where I have a problem.
3: Good, I'm not going to... She said good because...
2: Her her, daughter came back from New York City because she was having anxiety and was going to enroll in USC. She said, well, good, I hope you get in because I'm not going to put you on a rowing machine and take you a picture
3: and say that. It was... I was like,
2: she is the greatest podster. She was good. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out with us, everybody.
1: Job done. off you go. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar,